Horror Story, where we review Australian horror films directed, produced, written or made in Australia or by Australians. And today we are going to review the 2012 film 100 Bloody Acres. So I'm depraved. I'm Dr. Death. What were your initial thoughts on 100 Bloody Acres? I super, super love this movie. I was surprised by how funny it was, just straight off the bat. Really excited to talk about it. What did you think? Oh, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. So, as I said, this film was made in 2012. It's uh, directed and written by Colin and Cameron Cairns, a brother team. And... Look, I thought this film had real vibes of Deliverance slash Wolf Creek slash all mixed in with Coen Brothers films. So oh, yeah. um, how would you kind of describe the vibe of it to someone mm. who hasn't seen it? I, I've actually never seen Deliverance. Oh, okay. Yeah, but... Uh, you should. Y- yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I always do the little ukulele yeah. sound, but I've never actually seen it. It's a great film. But Wolf Creek, like that whole abduction mm. kind of movie bloody Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, all in that realm of movies. But with that oddball kind of comedy that the Coen Brothers has, you know, it's it's such a funny movie. So good. It's so funny. Also, this movie was filmed in the Adelaide Hills. Ah. So I thought that was really interesting because I thought, wow, it's such a beautiful setting. But I loved the intro to this movie, how it was just all these silent shots like over the credits of all these random signs like like the like the country women's association yeah. and fairyland open on the third, third sunday, sunday of yep. every month and it's so it's classic so hey. country australia yeah they captured that really well and even all those just small signs about like the honesty boxes like with the mandarins yeah. so i'm just like dude that's cool like yeah. straight off the bat yeah we'll get into it later i know but this movie uh, it was like you wonder is it set in like 1984 or is it set in modern times but all the technology is just really old and it just kind of has the vibe of being set in the 80s because, you know, they've got like rotary phones and... That's true. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, Yeah, it's totally set today though. Yeah. Because the dude's wearing a 2011 band t-shirt. Right, Because okay. I was wondering the same thing and then I saw that and I'm like, I feel like they've purposely put that in there. And also they're talking about like John Butler Trio. Oh, that's true. Yeah. 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 But you're right. It totally could have been set 80s. Hey. Yeah, but it's just they're in this country town which has just been forgotten by time. Yeah. And I loved how the characters, instead of carrying around a mobile phone, he's got the handset of the house phone and he's walking <laughs> yeah. around with it. Like, it's just so funny. Let's talk a little bit about the plot. So we open up with one of the main characters, Reg, Reginald, and he's driving along the open road in, you know, country Australia somewhere and we see that he's driving a truck. Uh, it's a truck for a blood and bone fertiliser company mm-hmm. owned by him and his brother. Morgan's organic blood and bone fertiliser. <laughs> and I loved the sign on the side of there. So good. <laughs> Their truck is so funny. So he's driving along and he comes across a crash site. A van's crashed on the side of the road and there's a body in the front seat and he stops and instead of helping the guy or calling for help, he decide Reg decides that he's gonna pull the body 
out of the van and put him in the back of his truck. I laugh as you said that because that's the first time like in the movie that there's a joke and it's like two, two minutes, not even in the movie because he pulls up. Yeah. <laughs> there's this guy, he's clearly mangled, like massive head trauma. Yeah. And he goes up and he's like, oh, you okay, mate? Yeah, you okay, mate? <laughs> it's just- <laughs> it's classic. I it's love really all funny. the Australianisms that are used so throughout this movie. Like how his brother's always calling him a fuck ass. That's <laughs> <laughs> so Aussie. <laughs> oh, it's so good. So, yeah, so he puts the uh, body in the back of his van with the blood and bone fertilizer, bags of fertilizer, and a few kangaroo corpses hanging up, hanging up there as well. And then he's driving along, and then we get introduced to a group of travelers. Mm-hmm. So there's three travellers. There's two guys and one girl. And we very quickly learn that the girl is boyfriends with one of the guys, but is also having it off with the other guy. Yeah. Right? So these hapless travellers, their car's broken down and we obviously know what's going to happen next. Yeah. Reginald pulls up and at first he doesn't want to take them. Oh, they're going to a music festival. That's Mm -hmm. right. We learn from the opening sequence that there's a music festival happening somewhere in this country town and the locals aren't very impressed by all the youths coming to this music festival, the city slickers, as Reg calls them. So their car's broken down and they flag Reg down and they ask, can we please get a lift to the music festival? And at first he doesn't want to take them. Then he sees Sophie, Mm -hmm. the, the female character, and then he's like, okay, yeah, cool, hot chick. All right. Sophie hops in the cab with him and he puts the two blokes in the back of the truck. Mm -hmm. First of all, Reginald hides the body that's in the back underneath the bags of fertilizer and then he puts the two guys in the back. Yeah, I think that's where they have some really cool character development going on in the cab of the truck with Sophie and Reg. Mm -hmm. Like, just quickly, like the characters in this movie, they're so fleshed out and really interesting people. So, yep. yep, there's a bit of back and forward. Reg learns that Sophie has, like, some country in her, like, grew up in the country and they're kind of vibing over that in a really mm. awkward way from Reg. But Sophie's really cool. And then they start to hear some banging come from the back of the truck. Then Reg gets out and, I guess, pretends to give them some air. Mm. Right? Yeah, because the two guys are sitting in the back of the truck and they're kind of talking and there's nothing, uh, they haven't noticed anything wrong yet because they haven't noticed that there's a body stacked underneath the <laughs> underneath the bags of blood and bone fertiliser. They're talking and then suddenly they turn around and one of the bags of fertiliser shifts and they see a hand <laughs> and then they realise they're in the back with this body yeah and that's when they start banging on in the truck and saying Mm -hmm. let us out let us out reg convinces sophie that it's all good and he says we just need to take a trip back to the farm and i need to pick up some bags of fertilizer and then i'll drop you off at your music festival Mm -hmm. that's when we arrive at the farm and things start to go a bit awry but like in that moment they almost got out oh no 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 what happens because it's like reg was warming to sophie because like she showed that she's a country girl or whatever and then he likes her and he's like oh you know what actually i think i'll just take you straight to the festival Mm. and then they start knocking on the back and he's like oh i can't we've got to go pick up that stuff so if they never discovered the body they would have got out scot-free yes yeah and i guess that also teaches us about reg that early on that he's not quite sure about what he's about to do so he's very easily convinced out of it so we arrive we first get introduced to the other main character which is Linz, Lindsay which is Reg's brother played by the 
awesome <laughs> Angus Sampson. We first get introduced by him and he's wandering around his pumpkin patch and there are these <laughs> giant pumpkins, <laughs> his pride and joy. And he's polishing his his giant pumpkins. We arrive there and the travellers kind of get out and they get tasered with a – no, not tasered. What do you call it? A cattle prod. Yeah, it's a cattle prodder, yeah. Yeah, and then they get tied up. They also get the body of the guy that was on the side of the road and they start to truss him up and we learn that they're actually using bodies of crash victims Mm -hmm. to put into their fertiliser. Who previously had all been deceased. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about Reg's brother, Lindsay. I thought he was a really sinister character. Yeah, he did well. He was so good. Sinister and funny. I guess at this point in time, all of the travellers are tied up and they're watching what unfolds in front of them. Are we going to say what happens Yeah, 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 I think so. Okay, so... Do you? Do you reckon we... Spoilers. Spoilers Okay, spoiler. Yeah. So the, the crash victim is actually... We learn that he's actually so not dead. <laughs> it's so funny though. Oh my God. It sounds like it shouldn't be funny, but it really is. And he's strung up by his ankles and they start to turn on this blood and bone machine, which is like this contraption with these, oh God, how would you describe it? It's like a mincer. Like a meat grinder. Yeah, yeah, a meat grinder. That's a good word for it. And they've got this guy <laughs> trussed up by his ankles, hanging over the top, yeah. upside down by this meat grinder and they still at this point think that he's dead mm. and they turn the machine on and then suddenly the guy opens who's yeah. who's tied up opens his eyes and he goes when sound check yeah, yeah. is that what he said yeah. i don't know what he said because yeah. i think he's a roadie that was yeah. on his way to the music festival oh yeah that's what i gathered at that point reg goes to Lindsay. oh my god he's still alive but Lindsay had already started lowering the the dude, the, in. the dude into the machine yeah. and then suddenly <laughs> his hands and his head and everything get all minced up in the this machine around really cool special effects yeah and it's so gross but it's so funny dude it's funny because like okay so this guy's being slowly lowered into this meat grinder and then reg is like like the guy's head is in the meat grinder yeah. at this point and reg is like oh you'll be all right mate yeah. <laughs> like trying to rescue him he's dead he's so dead and then he he finally like he finally makes Lindsay stop the machine and he's just and Reg is just holding his His two legs it's so so good it's so funny oh but it's so gory yeah it really is there's just blood everywhere that really sets the tone for what the travelers are up against they know that if they don't do something they're going to get minced alive inside this mince mincer machine this blood and bone machine after this happens they go and test is it the potassium oh yeah the potassium i feel like that's the word yeah yeah they're they're trying to get some kind of mineral or nutrient out of people and then so they go and test it in this really funny test tube and it makes this big cloud of smoke and that's funny they're like the potassium is through the roof for this one (laughs) and then they're like i think it's because their heart's still beating this time and so they've unlocked it they've unlocked their new secret ingredient to blood and bone yeah because they're like on a roll they immediately start james is that the the guy they get up next 
Yeah. They get up one of the dudes, like, uh, I forget his name. Sophie's boyfriend. Sophie's boyfriend, Mm. yes. They immediately, like, start to rope him up and get him ready for the same thing. And going back to what you said about all the characters being really well fleshed out, because they really were, there's a little bit of a side story in James. I I, I think James is the British dude. Well, Sophie's boyfriend is planning to propose to Sophie as well. So that's a little bit of a side story. And he has no idea that she's been having it off with the friend that they're travelling with, who, like you said, is a a bit of a British lad. Like he's a bit of a party boy. And so they truss him up and then they kind of go backwards and forwards with trying to escape. Oh, and the other thing is is that the British lad – has dropped acid. Uh-huh. So this whole time he's on acid and there's some pretty funny scenes. The knife? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's some really funny scenes. The British guy, the lad, he ends up escaping and running off in the blood and bone truck and at that point Lindsay and Reg separate because mm. Lindsay, who is very clearly the ringleader yeah. and the aggressor here goes after the British guy in his Tirana or whatever after, it is. After Reg goes out and goes, I tried to stop him. He literally just goes, oh, no, mate, come on, and, and fires a shotgun in yeah. the air. And yeah. it's like, I did everything I could to stop the guy. And there's a really funny visual gag when Lindsay's opening up the garage to oh, get yeah. his car out. <laughs> and it's one of those old mechanical garages with the the chain where you have to pull the chain to operate it it's like time is running out he's got to go running after (laughs) this guy with his car he's got to chase after him and he's just taking so long to open up the garage with this chain and then like 30 seconds later reg is like oh do you want a hand do you want a hand mate (laughs) yeah it's so uh, funny the comedy in this movie just can't be beat yeah it's so good so at this point Lindsay goes off on his in his car and chases after the British guy and that leaves Reg back to try and guard the other two. So Sophie is still uh, trussed up in a chair and her boyfriend is hanging by his feet over mm. the top of this mince meat grinder thing. Sophie tries her hardest to try and talk Reg out of killing them. And Reg is pretty dumb and easily convinced that he should let them go. So mm-hmm. he's definitely not the one that really wants to murder people mm. and he's really influenced by his brother. Saying that, like, yeah, he doesn't want to murder people but he really doesn't care if he does. It, you know, like what happened with the other guy, how, like, yeah. you know, the first guy we just spoke about how he died. Red didn't really care. Like, he, at the time he's like, oh, you, you'll be okay but there's, like, no, there's no emotion after he's dead. It's just, like, That's excitement true. that they've found this ingredient now. That's true. He is very excited about mm. the high potassium levels. Yep. Let's talk about the hilarious scene when Lindsay finally catches up with the British dude. The British dude is in the truck and he's driving along. He's still high on Mm. acid. He's having this major acid trip and he goes in to Fairyland, which is closed at the time because Mm. it's only open every third Sunday of the month. He gets followed in by Lindsay and then there's this this scene ensues where the British guy is being chased by uh, Lindsay but he's also having this major acid trip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did you think of that scene? I thought that I was hilarious. I wasn't super into it. Really? Yeah, I thought, I thought it was, it was really kind of funny. boring which is weird like that yeah I'll- 
I don't know. It just lost me a bit. I it, it lost the pace of the movie for Okay. Me. Yep. I thought it was really funny because I have been on so many road trips as a kid. And seeing I, that kind I've of place. seen that kind of place in Absolutely. rural Australia. They exist. And they exist. Yep. And they're so weird. And depressing. Yes. Right? Like <laughs> and they're so outdated yep. and strange. And crap. And yeah, and crap. And I could just... I can't even imagine being on acid wandering around one of those places. Like, I don't know. It just spoke to me. It spoke to memories of childhood, like, you know, coming across places like that on road trips Mm -hmm. and just how weird they are and... It made me wonder if that place actually exists because even like in the car park, because yeah, it, it just resonates. Like every single person who's been on a road trip in Australia is like, that's a place that has to exist. But in the car park, they even had that strange thing. Like they had all those random medieval flags up and I'm like, this place has got to be real. I like, reckon it's real. Yeah. I reckon they, they saw that place when they were location and scouting. And they're like, we got to make it work. Yeah, we've got to put it in there somehow. And they may have made that scene to fit just to feature <laughs> fairyland. Those, mm. pla- those little random tourist places do exist. Like when I was in North Queensland recently, there was this sign on the side of the road, like in the intro to this film. Mm. And it was like, bug world, come and see giant bugs. And it totally sucked me in. And I said to my partner, oh, I want to go and see the giant caterpillars at bug world. (laughs) And so we rock up to this place and there's no one there. It's in the middle of nowhere. And it's just this (laughs) tiny little shack. And there's just this guy sitting out the front and he's eating hot chips. And he's just like, oh, yeah, hey, g'day. It's uh, 10 bucks entry. Ten bucks. Yeah, and it was just a garage. That's yep. all it was. And we're like, okay, because we were we'd already rocked up there, and there was. Did no- you pay? Paid. Oh my god. Because like it was so awkward. <laughs> and didn't, yeah. know, didn't know what else to do. True. And Nelly's like, oh my god, we're gonna get killed here. <laughs> and it so seemed like that it was the oh no, it was so dodgy. Yep. And so we gave him his money and then he's just like showing us around this garage and it was just so dodgy. It was just, oh, here's some here's some giant caterpillars and here's uh, taxidermied bugs. Oh, right. And that's what it was. And it, yeah. it kind of tickled me that scene because I thought that is so it's so true. There's so many places like that in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> There's little tourist traps. Anyway, Lindsay catches the British guy mm-hmm. and he takes him back to the farm and Reg is getting really frustrated and he doesn't know what to do. Mm. And there's a really funny scene when Reg goes into his caravan or what is... Reg's place. Oh, Reg's place. sign on the caravan. Yeah, yep. he lives in a caravan and his brother calls it his spank trailer or something. <laughs> And it's really funny. Because that's exactly what it is. Because <laughs> that's exactly what it is. And he goes in there to have a wake. And there's all these photos up of Rebecca Gibney. <laughs> and it's so random. I don't know. It's so funny though because like in the lead up to that, like in the in the cab or the, the truck, Sophie's like, oh, is there any special lady in your life? And he's like... Oh yeah, there's a uh, Rebecca, you know Bex, right. Becky or whatever he calls her, and so it's it's just like it's set up so well, and then you get in there, and then you look up, and there's all these like yeah. random photos of Rebecca Gibney with like the cover of Women's Day, like how I still look great at forty six, yeah. like just. 
This is perfect timing. Yeah, I didn't put those two together. That, oh, really? No, I no. didn't. That's so, that is such a good payoff. I didn't realise that. One thing I missed was when Lindsay's coming back from capturing the British guy at Fairyland, he puts the British guy in his boot and he gets stopped by a copper who is played by none other than John Jarrett, John Jarrett which is really funny because, of course, him being uh, the star of Wolf Creek – and he's just this kind of hapless cop and he's knows Lindsay and Lindsay kind of talks his way out of it until the last minute when the copper hears the banging from the boot mm. and oh, should we say what happens? Well, yeah, well, the co- <laughs> the body count just keeps going up from there, basically. He goes back to the farm and he's got the British guy in yep. his boot. He's got the dead cop in his boot. At this point, Reg has decided that he's had enough of Lindsay's bullshit because it's this really abusive relationship between the two brothers too, isn't it? Yeah. Also, because Reg and Sophie are kind of having weird moments right in front of... Because it starts off initially with Sophie being like, oh, I have to convince him not to kill us. Yeah. But then, like, you know, she's slowly falling for Reg over the movie. Yeah. She likes him. Yeah, Yeah. she likes him. Yet I think that's where Reg starts to have a bit more of a change of heart. You know, during those conversations he's having with Sophie and, you know, about him calling all the shots and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. And his brother, Lindsay, is so mean to him. Yeah. So... When Lindsay rocks back up to the farm and he's got two people in the boot, at that point, Reg is kind of decided that he's going to help the victims get out of their situation mm. and he's going to turn against his brother, right? He kind of stands up to his brother and his brother puts him in the boot with the other two bodies, right? Well, one alive, one dead. Yeah. That's when Auntie Nancy rocks up. Oh. So... <laughs> But also that really cool scene happens there where British backpacker loses his hand. Oh, loses his hand. I know. so good. There's so many um, loose limbs, like detached limbs in this movie. Mm. Uh, And that's a gag that kind of pays pays off off in the end. Yeah, it's so good. (laughs) Do we want to talk about Auntie Nance? Well, so that's when Auntie Nancy rocks up to the place and – you, you've heard her name in reference because Reg talks about her again at the start of the movie. He's like, yeah. oh, I've got two special people. I've got Rebecca and Arnie Nance. And then he's trying to phone her. Like Reg is trying to phone her. But she's a little bit like, uh, what's the word? Like hesitant to talk to him. Like, mm. And then it kind of becomes clear that she does favor Lindsay. <laughs> yes, very much so. <laughs> very much so. And so she enters the picture. Like there is a little bit of, like leading up to the moment, like when she's in the car, she starts to put on lipstick. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And then I'm like, mm, okay, you, you just kind of get this vibe. And then she goes in in her bowls uniform. Yeah, she's in her bowls <laughs> And a little dog. Yeah, the right. little, little Jack Russell or whatever it is. Yeah. Is she there at the same time as all this shit's going down in the car? I yes. So. Well, yeah. he puts Reg in the boot. So basically, oh, yes, true. they're all in the boot yes. except for Sophie, who's yeah. tied up in the garage. Mm-hmm. And Nancy's none the wiser to what's going on, except for the fact that Lindsay has fucking blood, blood all, all over, over him. him. But <laughs> saying that, like, he, he collects roadkill. So yeah. maybe that's a normal occurrence. She does say, oh, you really should wear an apron when you're doing all of there that yucky go. work. There you go. Next time I come over, I'll bring you an apron. (laughs) 
and then they go in. Her and Lindsay go inside, and he's just chatting with his auntie and saying, "Oh yeah, it's been a really shit day and all this stuff." And then she's like, "You know what you need." And she kind of raises her eyebrows. And, then, and so does he. And so does he. And then you think, oh, God, what's going on? And then she's like, a nice hot cup of tea. <laughs> and then she goes and gets some tea. And, um, and then uh, we, go, we kind of cut back to Reg, who by that stage escapes from the boot. Mm. And he's like, okay, I'm going to save everyone. And he helps the British guy who's got half a hand at this stage and the British guy is obsessed with finding his hand <laughs> so funny. but of course the dog has picked up the hand and is running away with it somewhere and, and the hand is still holding a gun as well like yeah yeah it's so funny uh, it doesn't sound funny but it's funny <laughs> like it sounds gross but it's not and so Reg is then looking for Lindsay and so Reg goes into the house to try and locate his brother and he stumbles across something which is quite <laughs> disturbing and all I can say is that it was one of the most shocking reveals <laughs> and one of the most disgusting yet hilarious sex scenes that I've ever seen. It's messed up. It's oh my so god. Do you have anything to say about it? No, but that? I literally gasped. And yes, I think so did I. I think it's something about this movie. Like the comedic timing is just so perfect. Yeah. You know there's a lot of comedies or like horror comedies specifically where it's like ha 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 like you feel like you're supposed to laugh. I never had that in this movie. But yeah, that the timing of that scene yes. literally takes your breath away. It's yeah. just so shocking. In my notes I just wrote OMG. <laughs> And I just, yeah, it was so shocking. And you felt shocked just like Reg feels shocked. Mm. And it's so gross and it's so cringy. And the way that it's like, that you, oh, no. <laughs> because it's not, I, I just can't even. <laughs> no, it's so gross. Uh, um, okay. I it's can't hard get over, it's move, so hard I to move forward visual, after right? that. I do have to talk about the visual because, again, like the comedic timing in this movie. Yeah. I just think about the directors coming up with this scene and <laughs> I got to talk about it because it's so gross. Like the Nancy, she has her leg up in the air and yeah. her underwear is hanging from her leg. Like... <laughs> That, that's all that's in my head and it's just it's perfect and, and the fact she's wearing that white bowls uniform just makes it so much worse it makes it so much worse oh, i can't even because you just know <laughs> oh it's so wrong it's so wrong but it's so funny so funny and yep. then when he takes his fucking tool belt off yeah and then uh anyway uh, moving forward after that happens, the body count gets slightly higher once again. Mm. And that's when Reg has finally had enough. And yep. we're kind of building towards the climax of the mm. movie. In the garage, we've still got Sophie tied up. We've still got, have we? Or no, he, Reg lets them go. Reg lets Sophie yeah, go yeah, yeah, and yeah. the guy yeah. who's tied. The boyfriend. The guy, yeah, the boyfriend who's hanging up by his legs. He lets them go and at this stage Sophie and the boyfriend are arguing because it's been revealed that Sophie's been having an affair with their friend that they've been travelling with. So the boyfriend doesn't really give a shit anymore. He runs off. Then Sophie has a change of heart or not change of heart but 
you know, it's it's clear that she's had feelings for Reg. Yes. And so she turns back for Reg. Yeah. And then it's and it kind of builds towards this climax where there's this final fight scene between Reg and Lindsay. It has a really good payoff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I was like, what the hell happened at the end of the movie with you now? And there's that really cool end shot. Which we're not going to give away, yeah. the, the ending of the movie, because it's too cool. Mm, yeah, but there's... Oh my god, I love this movie so much. I loved watching it. It I just thought it was so funny and there's so many good visual gags. Absolutely. And one thing when I was reading some reviews on this film and I guess I didn't really notice at the time, but now when after reading this review and the reviewer pointing it out, it had a lot of really nice long lingering shots and it wasn't a really fast edited film like so many modern mm. horror films are, you know, mm. you've got so many modern horror films are like these really shaky camera mm. work and it's mm. just really fast cutting and there's lots of really nice long lingering shots and some of them are really long shots that, that stay for quite a while and sometimes that works visually. It, it can be really funny like when Sophie and her boyfriend are standing on the hill looking back down on the farm, there's this really long shot of the farm and all you see is is this tiny little reg running backwards and forwards (laughs) through all the buildings and it's just so funny I don't know why it's so funny yeah but you just don't see that much in films nowadays Mm. it's so the the editing is so fast and I really like how it kind of the the shots are a little bit more lingering and you see that in the final kind of shot as well Mm. so Mm. that was something interesting that I read I, I can't remember what the final shot is it's just a dot of Sophie and Reg and Reg is hanging upside down and he pulls the, yep. you know, the, yep. the ring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. It's and that and that ring is yeah throughout the whole film as well, which is which is nice. It's a, a nice motif to um, bring in the final shot. What did you think about the special effects in this movie? Oh. So good. Finally, we get a movie with good special effects. I mean, I know we did Saw recently, but so good. And in fact, I bought the DVD because I always buy the DVDs of the movies we review. And it's got this cool little special effects feature right on it, which is why I like that's what kind of drew me to buy it over buying it online. Yeah. And I think what was the dude's name? Uh, I wish I remember because he was really great. Uh, I'm sorry. But they spent ages kind of making these really cool effects and I think if you watch the featurette you really appreciate the movie more with mm-hmm. just how detailed they were and unfortunately how much I had to leave out because it was too gory oh really yeah but amazing 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 like how did they do that scene Which where the, the meat grinder scene where the roadie yep. goes in like how yep. how would they it's achieve a, it's a complete, that uh, I don't know the pro word but it's a complete um, like a jelly person you know how they make those yeah so it's so cool like because they show in the featurette I guess a cross section of the body and they have the layers for fat they have the muscle they have oh, the sinew wow. they have the bone so it's a complete dummy crafted to look exactly the same as the roadie it's oh. phenomenal so none of it did they use any CGI no at all? I, I don't believe they did they probably look they probably did the thing that all movies did like they'll add the extra splash into the blood but it looked all practical that's why I'm yeah. so excited about it like I live for that stuff so it was yeah. amazing yeah and 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 sorry with the the boyfriend in the blood yep that was him like they would and they showed like they would dunk him in the blood constantly oh, rip gross. him up to take the gag off his mouth like 
So that actor was a trooper for yeah. putting up with that. Oh my god! I can imagine that a lot of uh, that the actors would have spent a lot of time with just that fake blood. Yep, caked on just, them. Yeah, oh, it was so it was so gory in some scenes. And what about the special effects of when the guy loses his hand? Yeah, so it was really cool. They had a false arm, so the entire arm was false. Mm-hmm. And then old mate, I'm sorry, I don't know the actor's name. He held his actual arm behind his back. Yeah. And then they have this thing. So as soon as like there's any kind of pressure, that part of his hand will fall off. Yeah, amazing. That's so good. Really cool. See, that's why they, the effects look so good because there's so much care taken yep. into building them, right? Yeah. It's such a shame they had to cut some out. Yeah. And I think what was really cool for me, so there's a scene with a cop that we spoke about. And I know in other movies, like if we go back to Patrick, for instance, that was bloody CGI blood and I hate CGI blood. It's just so useless. Like just, you know, do it properly. But with the helmet, they showed how they created the effect. Mm. And I guess with like blood exploding and stuff like that. And it's just so satisfying the work they put into this movie. Yeah. And I think that's why... I don't know, you never really get taken out of the story because you're like, oh, that's CGI, oh, that's fake. Like, it just all looks so genuine. Yeah, Yeah. it really does. Yeah. (laughs) And it's just, and they use it to really good comedic effect as well. Yeah. All right, so I'll just quickly talk about what this movie got on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. So it got a 79% um, score. So on the tomato meter, mm-hmm. um, but it only got a 46% audience score, which I find really surprising. That's super surprising. Yeah, so the critics loved it, but the audience, not so much. I would have expected the other Opposite. way. Me too. Weird. So why do you reckon that would be? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why. I'm interested to see how it was marketed, mm. you know? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm genuinely surprised. Like, like It's in the horror section. Yeah. It's not a horror movie. No, it's a, it's, you know, it's, it's a, a comedy, comedy horror. horror. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't marketed as a comedy horror. So mm. people, and I also wonder if non-Australians will get this movie. I was wondering that the whole time. Yeah. Because so many of the intricacies to what makes it funny <laughs> is just Australian. Like yeah, the, I know. It, and I wonder if anyone who's not Australian would even understand most of what they're talking about. It's really understated, the humour. Yeah. And that's what makes it so hilarious. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it's funny because like I, I was in the US for like four and a half weeks and Americans just don't understand Australian humour just straight up. Like they, they don't understand it. They don't really? understand when you're joking unless you say, I'm being sarcastic after it. So something like this, yeah, they're not going to get it. Yeah. Especially like all the terms and, and slang and phrases and the fact that Reg says A after everything. Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't – yeah, I just don't think they'll understand it. But I don't know. Like that could have come from Australian audiences as well. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. But I, I think I think anybody <laughs> – I mean, what's not what's not to like about this know. movie? I don't know. We I, clearly both loved it. Yeah, so. it's so good. Hmm. So, is do you have anything else to say about this film? Like um, any plot holes or any questions you have oh, about I it? I mean, I don't want to have plot holes, but the. There weren't plot holes, just like things that wouldn't happen, you know, like I was kind of annoyed straight um, up when Sophie, you know, when they come up to the house and Sophie goes into the shed 
Yeah. No resistance. She literally just like turned around with her yeah. and is in the shed. And I'm like, come on. Like you're clearly know you're about to die. Yeah. And because it's a comedy, it wouldn't have really played out so well. But everybody's reactions to people dying was just not there. Which that would have been funny if they used it to be funny. But they just didn't have a reaction at all. Yeah. Like when the roadie goes into the mincer, yeah. they're all just kind of like. Oh, yeah. Oh. Also, like, that oh, happened. yeah, I, and I'm about to die. Cool. Like, yeah. like, there's nothing. But the lack of reaction is also what makes that visual gag with a knife so funny. Like, yeah. So, I, I don't know. I don't know if I would, like, use that as any kind of criticism. I just really enjoy going along for the ride yeah. with this movie. Yep. I think particularly because the last film that we did was mm. so heavy. Yeah. I really yeah. appreciated just having this lightness mm. you know yeah. i was gonna use the same word yeah even though it was really gory in parts mm. and there was some shocking there was that shocking sex scene i i just really appreciated it and i i really went along for the ride so yeah i'd really compare it to Shaun of the dead but this is way gorier than Shaun of the dead and way yeah. funnier so i don't know if i don't really like comedy horrors in general, mm. except Shaun of the Dead, I'll make an exception for, and this is now the new, yeah, the new top. So yeah, um, some of the reviews I read compared it to Shaun of the Dead mm. as well. So yep. yeah, and I'm not really that into comedy horror either. Mm. It's not a genre that I would seek out. Yeah, um, but this came through as a recommendation of something that we should look at. So I thought oh, I'll give it a shot, especially after reviewing Snowtown so yeah I just wanted to talk about like the acting and the directors a little bit yeah sure I think both uh like really really good script really good directors and how talented these actors were is yep. really what made the movie like yep cool special effects and all that but th that's just like a nice add-on mm. I think this is the best acting that we've actually seen in a movie that we've reviewed so far. Oh, 100% agree? agree. Yeah, yeah. So we've got Angus Sampson and Damon uh, Harriman is the guy who plays Reg. Mm. Um, I just loved both of them. Oh, I, so good. They just had, like, the way they played off each other, there were such different characters, mm. but there was such a good depth of character. I... I Probably the least well-drawn character was probably the Angus Sampson character. Like he, out of all of the characters, he was probably the one with the least depth mm. it, because he was just plain out sinister. Yeah. Whereas the other characters were a little bit more complex, mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. But you're right. Like, but then again, I just love Ang Angus Sampson. So. He's strange. I was talking to uh, my partner about this like a few months ago. He's weirdly becoming this like... If you like Australian horror, you know who Angus Sampson is. Yeah. And he's got a bit of a niche kind of thing kind of cut out for him. But what I found interesting in this movie is he never delved into comedy. And we know he's really funny. Yes. So, I don't know. I thought that was a really good choice on his part because he could have, like, hammed it up and been, like, you know, over the top with it. But he didn't. And I'm so glad he didn't because it, it probably would have been crap if he did. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he just played it really straight, didn't mm. he? Mm. And just really scary. So, he played it like he was in a horror movie. Yeah. But none of the other characters did. Yeah, that's so true, yeah. And I think that's why it worked. That's why he kind of stood out as that really scary, sinister yeah. person. And uh, Damon Harriman? Harriman, yep. I didn't know who he was. 
But then later learned that he was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh. Have you seen that yet? I haven't yet? seen okay. it, no. And he's in some other things as well. So he plays Charles Manson in that for like a moment. Right. But I, I was like, this dude is such a good actor. Mm. How did I know who he is? I'm sure he's in a lot of other stuff. I think he's kind of making his way into American things right. now. So. As is Angus Samson. Yeah, of course. He was in The Walking Dead yeah. recently, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Yay, Aussies. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't really have anything else to say uh, Mm. about this film other than would you recommend people see it? I reckon of all the movies we've seen, we've spoken about, this is the one to go and see. Yeah. Um, Like everybody's already seen Saw, but go and see this movie. It is hilarious. I'm hoping that we're not overstating it. And I think that's one of the reasons I was so into this movie. I didn't have any like preconceived notions going in. If you just just go along for the ride, Mm, mm. you know, just watch it, go along for the ride. I watched it on Google Play, so you can grab it on Google Play. Dr. Death bought it on DVD. What's your uh, star rating? Uh, mm, I think four out of five for me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm Is thinking, that too high? No, because like I want to give it a high rating too, but then I'm like, why? It doesn't feel like I should give it a high rating, but I'm, I'm going to. It's a five. It's a four. It's a four, oh, not five. a five. Far out, imagine. <laughs> yeah. Four. Yep. It's a four, yeah. I mean, yeah, like I said earlier, what's not, what's not to like about this yeah. movie? It was just, it's a fun ride. So if you just take it for what it is, and plus it's got great acting, great mm. special effects. So yeah. Go out and see 100 Bloody Acres. Just before I finish, I know these two directors, Colin and Cameron Cairns. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched it yet, but I know that they've got like a, a few or maybe just a couple of, of shorter things on YouTube, like little horror featurettes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'd really get behind anything these guys do. I think they're probably really good writers. The other thing I want to talk about real quick, uh, we went to uh, Fright Nights at Movie World mm-hmm. and we shot some reviews of the mazes and the event itself. So we're yes. going to chuck that up on YouTube. In fact, it'll probably be up before this episode's up. Cool. So yep. um, you can search up Australian Horror Story on YouTube and we will hopefully come up there. And I'll put a link on the Facebook page as well. If you don't follow the Facebook page, follow the Facebook page. Cool. Australian Horror Story. And uh, do send in if there's any other movies you'd like us to review because we're well open to it. Cool. Cool. All right. Bye. Bye.